the forests, he saw the sign. Welcome to Crystal Springs. Population 1,716. A wondrous little place. Wondrous. Ephraim wasn't sure that was even a word. You won't believe this place when you see it, their mom said. I can't believe we haven't made it up here before now. It's amazing. You guys are going to love it. I know it. I wish I had had a chance to come here when I was your age. It's just perfect for exploring. She drove with both hands on the steering wheel, stealing glances at her husband as she drove. And the stories, my goodness, the stories my grandfather used to tell me about his great-uncle, Orlando Appledore. Quite a name, huh? She glanced in the rearview mirror for the response that didn't come. Undaunted, she continued, He was a hoot, it sounds like. He was always coming up with these crazy inventions, like, oh gosh, I can't even remember, something about changing the weather, a cloud buster, or something like that. No one was really in the mood to hear the stories of the family, not even Bryn, who usually loved such a thing. A mile or so later, they drove into the main part of town, a church, White and bright as new paper was the first building they saw. They passed the town hall, a little yellow building with an American flag waving softly out front. The library was a brick box of a building with columns around the front door and a stone lion out front. They rolled past the wily five and dime, which was advertising a sale on gourds, Ouija boards, and pumpkin pie filling. Two old men sat on the bench outside. Each wore a polo shirt and a golfing hat. On the other side of the street was a bakery with two cafe tables outside. A couple sat drinking coffee and holding hands. Another couple strolled by and stopped to talk. Isn't it just adorable? their mother asked. I don't know why it's not a tourist destination. It wasn't a tourist destination, Ephraim knew because it was about 3,000 light-years from civilization. On the edge of the downtown section, they passed a park with a white gazebo decorated with pumpkins. A toddler flew a kite with his father on the edge of the lake, while a group of older boys kicked around a soccer ball. Not much farther now, their mother said. They turned right and started up a hill. About halfway, The pavement ended and changed into a rutted, grassy path. At the top of the hill, the road surface changed again, this time to white, crushed gravel. The road looped around in front of a looming stone house that sat atop the hill like a king on a throne. Holy cow, Ephraim said. Seriously, Price agreed as the family clambered out of the car. I told you, their mom said. I remember seeing a picture of it when I was little and thinking it looked like a magical castle, like I had been stolen away from my life as a fairy princess. She laughed at herself and shook her head. Ivy ran up the walls of the building and dripped down over the doorway, a rounded stone outcropping that protected a large wooden door. There used to be a hotel, too, a resort, really, with a spring-fed spa. There was a whole water bottling business, too. The hotel burned down in the early 1900s. But before that, it was one of the grand hotels, 
and people would come from all over to relax and recuperate. They said the water could heal any illness, but of course that's just the placebo effect at best. She looked a little wistful as she spoke, as if she wished she could forget all her medical training and believe in simple cures. It looks haunted, Ephraim said. Price elbowed him and both boys looked to their father. He was hollowed out, white and fragile as a shell. It was improbable, impossible, that their strong father, the one who used to swing them sky high and onto his shoulders, had shriveled. But, as their mother had explained, some people were just born with weak spots, kinks in the armor, and sometimes those spots gave in. She was a doctor, a cardiac surgeon, and her words had weight, but did not make them feel any better. I'm going to get your